This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Defense Business Board says the Defense Department's chief management office has been a bust. The office is not fulfilling its congressionally mandated job and needs to be revamped. The board has presented the Pentagon with three options to do just that, two of which include expanding the deputy secretary role. For more about the CMO office and what went wrong, Federal News Network's Scott Mascioni spoke with board member and retired Marine Corps Major General Arnold Pinaro. We were focused on the organization of the chief management office and not on an individual administration and looking at it since Congress established it back in 2008. But if you look at the statute and you look at the six areas that we were required to evaluate and whether or not they were effective, we basically had to follow the statute. And the statute basically had an individual in charge of enterprise business transformation, which means a fundamental change in in a lot of the way DOD does their large business processes, which is logistics, healthcare, the medical, retail, and IT, finance, human resources, and many of the things that, you know, are familiar in the business world. And when the Congress first established this position in 2008, the goal was to say, you know, we want the Department of Defense and these large business enterprises to be as effective and efficient as the world-class U.S. corporations, whether that be a Walmart or a Costco or an Amazon or a United Health or Caterpillar, you know, whatever these world-class are. The big difference now is, and then Congress also in 2018 said, well, it's not making the progress we wanted. Maybe if we give it more clout and more authority, uh, we'll have a different outcome. That has not been the case. But the, the, the real change is we now, the benchmark is no longer uh, U.S. world-class organizations. The benchmark is in these areas, we have to be better, faster, cheaper than our major peer competitor, which is China, which is not burdened by a lot of the things that we're burdened with um, in our government, in our industry. And so even if you could could compare up to, say, a Caterpillar or an Amazon, um, that probably is not going to basically allow us to to be competitive with, with a great power like China. And so the benchmark has to change. And when it comes to that benchmark, uh, certainly the evaluation – uh, 90 interviews, detailed every study, looked at everything that they've done over the course of 12 years, including just recently, um, you've not had that kind of business transformation. So would you mind explaining the recommendations that you set out for the Defense Department, why each one of those would be good and maybe some disadvantages to them as well? There's no silver bullet. There are advantages and disadvantages to every option, and we went through the pros and cons. One option would be to redesignate the CMO as the principal undersecretary for business transformation and have that individual working directly for the deputy as the deputy the, the deputy the secretary the deputy secretary of defense is actually the chief operating officer of the Pentagon so this person would in, end up being the deputy chief operating officer working for the deputy but focused solely on business transformation and all these other uh, or, uh, duties that are in there now would be moved back to the people that used to have responsibility for them the set, and, and so that would keep one person focused on business transformation. That's the advantage. The disadvantage is that's kind of the construct that we had in 2008 when it originally uh, got cranked up and was not successful in that time frame, not because of the individuals, but because of the organizational structure. A second option is two deputy secretaries of defense, level twos, one focused on policy and strategy and the other focused on 
you know, resources and management. And the resource and management deputy would basically have the business transformation and other management activities under that person. And so the GAO has long favored this approach. It's been in use in some of the other cabinet departments, certainly not on the scope and scale of DOD. Uh, the disadvantage, though, is you break up what's been a very successful approach in the department to decision-making, the duality of the SECDEF and the DEP-SECDEF as a unified decision body, and then you would end up with the Secretary of Defense having to referee, you know, between resources and policy, whereas now you don't have that problem. And then the third option would be to have the deputy serve as the chief operating officer, but in, with significant enhancements within that decision chain um, with a person focused on business transformation, with another focused on governance and implementation, beefing up Kate, beefing up controller, beefing up the J8 to help with the analytical, beefing up CIO, and, and have a better chance of success using the normal battle rhythms of the department, which have proven successful over time. So, so the disadvantages of that one is the deputy, of course, has some external functions now. He would have to really, he or she would have to really focus inward um, and really focus mostly on the management and use the Undersecretary of Defense for policy for a lot of the interagency uh, inter activities. When it came to the actual office of the CMO, there's a lot of excitement from Congress, from DOD. What went wrong with it? Department of Defense can do fundamental transformation. They did it under Goldwater Nichols. They did it with special operations. They've done it with the operational chain of command in the military and made it crystal clear. Now we've got to fix the management chain of command. And I would say as, as, as one of the people that pushed strongly and was the strongest advocate for the creation of this position in 2008 and again when Senator McCain and Chairman Thornberry beefed it up in 2018, I'm willing to admit that it probably was doomed from the outset because the department never really accepted it and set it up for success. And it's because it was sort of an outlier and not within the normal battle rhythms of the department. And so uh, I'm willing to, to say, you know, we've got two, a secretary and a deputy now that really wants to take advantage of business transformation. We need to give them an organizational structure that fits within, again, I call it the hot water line of the Pentagon, not the cold water line. And, and, it, and you know, I, with, with, with great respect to the four individuals that have served in this position, the organizational structure has not worked. And if you look at other things we were to assess, the culture doesn't support it. Uh, the military departments don't support it. Um, it's not consistent with world-class business practices on the outside. And so um, we just need to, have, to, to make a change. Again, it's not a reflection on the individuals uh, that have served in this position or on the one that's serving in there now. Again, these are stellar public servants. But, but again, the Department of Defense is the Department of Defense. And there's some things that work in the department, and there's some things that don't. How much does culture play into this, considering that DOD has a very entrenched culture, like I said earlier? You know, how much can one office actually change this? Culture is a big factor in every organization. And, as, as, you know, there's a lot of sayings about culture, culture eats strategy for lunch and things of that nature. But, but you have in the department a well-established battle rhythm where they take on tough issues and they make it happen. And so there is a structure working with the secretary and the deputy within that, again, that hot water line where you could put in a structure, and, and that's why, you know, some of these options, we say it takes a lot of changes, not just one change, there's no silver bullet, we believe could be very successful within the culture of the department if you put this organization within the normal battle rhythms that have proven successful in the past. 
you're not going to, and, and it does take years to change culture, but frankly, rather than trying to change the culture, which is almost a mission impossible in some areas in the Department of Defense, um, particularly in these, these complicated business areas, put it, put a system in place that fits within the existing decision-making uh, process in the department, and it's going to have a lot more chance to be successful. And that's kind of what the combination of all our, our alternatives would do. Defense Business Board member Arnold Panaro speaking with Federal News Network's Scott Mossioni. Check out Scott's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.